Welcome to the Coach's Preview Show. I'm your host, Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director. I want to welcome my special guest today, Coach Brian Coleman of Summit High School, Coach Donnie Webb of Franklin High School. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having us. Tonight's game is obviously a non-region game that doesn't really have any type of postseason implications if you're talking about records in your league, but it won't feel that way, will it, with it being a county game, the atmosphere with the fans. Uh, is this why you schedule a game like this? Because you, you, you do want to have that playoff kind of feel, even though it's not really impacting the playoffs? Coach Webb? Well, without a doubt, I think since I've been in Williamson County, any time just put school A versus school B in the county, it's, uh, it's a great atmosphere, because more so let alone the work that – his school's doing, my school's doing on the football field. It's it's the kids and everything else about it and that part of it. So it, be, it becomes a more of a like a playoff atmosphere, like what you were saying. Coach Coleman? Uh, we're just trying to play some of the best teams in the county. And Coach Webb's squad is always the toughest and uh, well coached. So, uh, you know, we're just trying to get better each week. And, and I feel like one day we'll probably be in that, in that region with them. So we're kind of preparing ourselves for that also. Coach Webb, I remember you said at media day, I thought this was interesting. You said when you play teams in the county with coaches you know, when they're non-region games even, you can kind of trust that the coach, you kind of know what they're going to do <laughs> as opposed to people are rolling out. You don't know if they're going to try to score 70 points if they're a lot better than you. Talk about that a little bit. Well, you, you did say that. No, right? I, I did. Yes, sir. <laughs> and and uh, um, it's – there's never any cat defense where you, you got that cat and you get that cat. I mean, it's it's uh, you pretty much know. Obviously, uh, players make mistakes and coaches, you know, maybe not coach this well enough or whatever for them not to understand it. But for the most part, if you give them this formation, we're pretty sure that they're going to check and line up to this because this is sound or you know this is what it should be, and that's that's what was meant by it. Coach Coleman, non-region game, and I'll have both of you guys answer this. In game four, do you try to do some different things that maybe you're going to use later on down the road? I mean, not that you don't want to win tonight. You do want to win, but are you? Do you watch film a little less? Do you work on you more? How do you approach a non-region game as opposed to a region opponent? We're treating it just like a region opponent. I mean, we're trying we're trying to win the football game. Uh, I mean, it's a high-quality football team, so we're just trying to get better. You know what I mean? And. That's the reason why I scheduled it, because we know coach is going to be, he's going to have them coached up well. That's, you know, all the coaches in our county are great. So uh, anytime you can play one of the guys is great. So, no, we're definitely treating it like a region game. Like a, it's, it's a big game for us. It's a big game for our kids. You know, it's an inner Williamson County team. So they're going to see these kids, you know, out and about and stuff like that. And so they, they know most of these kids. <laughs> Coach Webb? You know, don't focus any more on yourself maybe than other well, games? It's a little different for us right now on that part of it because we're struggling. And, and so we're, I, I meant what I said uh, after the Riverdale uh, loss. We couldn't focus on the next team yet because we got so many problems ourselves right now that we're trying to fix. Um, but just to echo what Coach said, it's – to us, it's just the next opponent, and without a doubt, it's like a region game because of that in inner county. Uh, basically, you could say rivals. I think when any one of us are, are playing each other, it basically becomes what you'd call a rival game. I know there's certain uh, games in the county that are set that way, understandably Closer. so, you know, because of where school A split and the game school B or whatever. 
But um, you put Williamson County, they're all headed to Cool Springs. They all, they're all Instagramming whatever it's called each other. They know each other. So, um, yes, sir, it's uh, going to be a good one. And then you add the student sections in there, too. Yeah. I mean, you know, every student section wants to be bigger or better than the other student <laughs> section. So that gets them involved in it also. Well, you look at something, I thought Dr. Qualls did a good job of this. I mean, the student sections have such an impact. Last year at the Wilco's, we've got a student section of the year award yeah. now. And you guys may or may not know this, but the way he set that up initially, uh, one of those brilliant kids we have in the school system figured out a way to make it vote every, and blew the system up. He had to, he had to redo it. So. They're like, it's like the Cameron Crazies times nine in this, in this county for sure. It's a... Uh, um, and coach has been in other counties as well, and everybody always looks. To, you know, it's the grass is greener on the other side. This county, with our student sections and our backing from the kids and the community part of it. Um, now, granted, uh, I'll use Rutherford County for example. I'd love to have their uh, in-school weightlifting. You know that they have, but they'd love to have what we bring over actually bigger crowds to them you know sometimes because of our kids it really is right let's take a look at the history now obviously the teams are a lot different but you guys actually matched up in 2013 and 14 Franklin went in both contests the first one at Summit 49-12 and then 2014 at Franklin 35-10 again different teams different time coach Coleman let's talk about your time at Summit so you come in fourth year of the school's history when you arrive the, the, the school and the team was four and 26. Yeah. Your first year, 0 and 10. After that, third, <laughs> after that, after that, you're 30 and 18. 30 and 18, including uh, three straight chip trips to the playoffs. Uh, 2016, you lose to Cane Ridge in the first round. 2017, you make it all the way to the quarterfinals against Beach High School, if I'm not mistaken. Beach was a runner-up that year. And then last year, you lose a tough one in the first round of Beach. 45-42, I think, was the score. Three overtimes. They go on to the semifinals. Yeah. So you, you've got to be excited about – you're part of, like, building a program and building a history uh, at your school. That's got to be fun to see the fruits of your labor starting to pay off. And that was the word we always used, even when the O and 10 we were, we were building a program. You know, we knew – we know it's going to take some lumps, you know, along the way, but it was all about the program. It was about, you know, not just winning football games, but everything that goes into it, the weight room, you know, the atmosphere, the student sections, the parents, the booster club. We had to do all of that and, you know, teach them what we thought was the right thing to do. So it was a lot that went into it. And that 0-10 year, um, that was back when it was 5A, 6A, and 5A was in with 6A during mm -hmm. the regular season. Then we split up during the playoffs. Yeah. So we were kind of like in their region. And, and that, not even was close. That the Z plan? Is that what that was called? Uh, yeah, oh, gosh, I think I that was the the name of it. When once you got to the playoffs, but that was the first thing I was going to say that when it tough. came to me. Yeah, was, that was a um, really tough on them. We were the only five A in that six A region. Was. Wow. And then <laughs> when we split off to go to the playoffs, which we didn't make the playoffs, we were only ten. But that was rough. Uh, and you know the kids had been beat up. They you know they were young kids and got thrown into the fire. So uh, it, was, it was rough, but learned a lot from it. And talk about that being a little different if you compare it to something like basketball. Only five guys are out on the court. You've got a, a much more physical kind of game. Physical. That makes it even tougher, right? It's a whole lot tougher yeah, because they're not physically ready. I mean, your, your neck, your shoulders, your body is not physically ready to take on. And these guys were younger and, and you know, a 16-year-old taking on an 18-year-old. So uh, 
yeah, it's it's a physically taxing sport, so you better be ready and prepared for it. And they just they just weren't yet. Coach Webb, looking at your situation at Franklin, obviously a lot different. Franklin, that school dates back to 1910. So you can talk about the tradition of the school, whereas they're sort of making tradition as they go. Obviously, a lot of a lot of long tradition there at Franklin High School. You've been the head coach eight years uh, at Franklin High School. Something that really stood out to me when I went back and looked at your record is five of your seven years you've been a playoff team. And really, let's talk most of those years you're in, if not the toughest, one of the one or two toughest leagues uh, in the state. So you've got to be proud of that. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, it's it's uh, it's players, you know, and, and kids and working hard, but. Uh, um, the uh, my my years are going to date me. I'm trying to you know one of them back uh, was when we it was us in Ravenwood and we were lumped with um, Mount Juliet and uh, some of the metro schools. Mm -hmm. that, um, that was one year that that was really because we struggled early, very similar to what we are right now, and then we went on a six game winning streak and. Uh, got beaten uh, overtime in the second round of the playoffs. Well, and I, w I was going to mention this later, but since you brought it up, I know this is something you and I have talked about before. If you finish in the top three in your league this year, you might be the favorite in that first round of the playoff. And, and then maybe all four of our teams make it this year. So playing in that league, being battle-tested, it's got to help you in the playoffs if you, if, if you get to that point. Oh, it should. It's, it's going to be a uh, – Supposed to say fun battle. It's gonna be it's gonna be a tough battle. Uh, um, obviously, right now, um, you know, um, other teams have still got to take a you know take their shot. You know, Brent. Um, excuse me, uh, Ravenwood's got to be figured as the favorite. And 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 I saw them. They're a really good football team. <laughs> and uh, um, but then in football, it's really hard. You can't judge scores because you. You can't use scores to judge what's going to happen right. in another game. Is what I'm saying. But just seeing what uh, some of the others did with the region, we would be lined up with. I think whoever makes playoffs would have a, would have a chance to compete for sure. Coach Coleman, and I know you don't want to look ahead, but you certainly uh, just talking about your region now. Uh, that Page Summit game that's coming up. I think it's I've looked at it by the way. October fourth. That's going to be a a great kind of atmosphere, and, and really whoever wins that game could, could be the region champion. Uh, obviously, Shelbyville may have something to say about that too. Uh, but who are some other teams in 5A? For, forget maybe even your own league that you look at, but obviously Beach High School being one of those teams. Who are some others uh, in this area that you go, you know, that's a program we'll have to deal with, hopefully, as the, as the playoffs start? And again, I'm making you. you I'm, noticed, making, you I'm making beach. you skip ahead. You said beach because they put us out the last two years, so definitely beach. And it seems like Gallatin's on the rise. We were we were you know looking at Hillsboro, watching Hillsboro a lot, and then Gallatin almost run ruled them last yeah. week. So uh, Gallatin's definitely a program on the rise. And then that's that's the top three in that region on that other side. So they're they're pretty tough. And then you got some teams out. You got the Knoxville team out east. So, uh, but. Closer to you know the first round, second round is definitely Beach and, and Gallatin. I'd say right now. I bet when you were watching that running back from Gallatin, you were thinking, <laughs> "I'd like to have that guy for the old wing tee." Yeah, sir. That, 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 definitely. He's he's kind of the prototype, isn't he? He is. He seems like it. <laughs> See, I, coach, I got <laughs> uh, nobody had to even verse me on there this. Uh, coach Webb, uh, uh, talk about. Let's talk a little bit too about. This is a region question, but last week too, let's talk about Ravenwood. Obviously, you're not worried about Ravenwood now. You've already played them. Is is that the best team 
that you've competed against since you've been in the league? Um, and maybe talent-wise or otherwise? Uh, Speed-wise, it's one of the fastest uh, Williamson County teams that, that, that I've seen since I've been here. Um, I'm talking about overall team speed. You know, somebody may have one or two guys that can that can get it and go, but overall team speed. They're they're uh, everyone wants to talk about their um, their high flying offense, start fast offense, and all that stuff. But that defensively, they they're, they're pretty fast. And and, it, and when you get um, you better have you better have the speed close to it because we were able to get on blocks, but then they, they close quickly. Right. And, and, and so. Uh, um, I don't, you know, I hate to ever just say the best of there. I'm just saying, but they're really, really good football teams. Well, and let's, and I asked Coach Kreisky this too after that week one game. Obviously, they went down 49 21 on, on week one, but I asked him, I said, you know, it's hard to maybe admit this. Maybe we talk about it privately. But I told him, I said, isn't part of it for you? It's kind of nice to have that game over with because not that we're just going to say Ravenwood's got it, here we go. But, but to get that one, th that's one that a lot of people are going to lose, is what I'm saying. Is it, would you like to play that one later in the year? Is it okay that you played it early? Are you indifferent about it? Uh, we drew it. That's the way it draws, and that's the way we played it. And uh, other years, it's, it, it's, they might have been asking the same question about us. So I, I just think it's uh, the, the year that we're in and, and the, the, um, the class of – of student athletes is coming through because that's what it comes down to, you know, is players. It helps. Oh, without a doubt. It <laughs> and, uh, but, but the worst part for us, you know, the way I look at it and the coaches, you know, it's first region loss, so we're, we're behind in uh, battling for the playoffs. Right. Guys. Coach Coleman and, and Coach Webb and I talked about this a little bit before you got here. You guys, and so you play a, a region game uh, last week, big win over at Columbia. You don't, if I, unless I've looked at this wrong, you don't play another region game. It'll be your final four games. Am I saying that right? Yes, I, I know you don't necessarily get to determine that. Your region probably determines that. How do you feel about that, having those games before those final four? Would you like it mixed in a little more? If you could choose what you were going to do, what uh, would you okay. do? I mean, I guess it's okay. It's kind of – the level of competition, it matters to us, the level of competition that we or that I scheduled getting up to that point, you know what I mean? We're trying to prepare for those games, so uh, so it's not bad. I mean, I guess hopefully by that time you, you know your identity of your team and you're trying to click on all cylinders, so in that aspect I think it's okay. Now, yeah, I guess you could sprinkle one or two before that, but it's going to be a gauntlet towards the end of the year and you have to factor in the injuries and stuff like that, But but I think hopefully that we're prepared as a team and, and, and firing all cylinders when we get to that point. So you guys too, and I've always been fascinated about this with, with football in terms of scheduling. You're a little bit more limited in terms of what you can do and who will schedule because you do two-year contracts, right? And then you have this great year or a down year and it impacts how you can schedule. And, and, and then it, it, maybe you get a schedule that's not ideal for you that year. Coach Webb, I've heard you talk about that a lot in terms of trying to schedule some. You go to the quarterfinals a couple of years ago, you have a younger team the next year, but nobody wants to play. Yeah, it's uh, I literally on the bus on the way to Whitehaven <laughs> making phone calls and texting <laughs> for, the next year. To, for the next year. Saying, and, we're not going to be as good <laughs> as we are um, And we were trying, seriously, it was, it was trying to fill those dates because they were getting everywhere else, they were getting filled up. And 
wasn't as hard when you were six and four, you know. And, right. And but it was we were in the playoffs against Cane Ridge last year. But really, we, you know, to tell the truth, uh, we're not supposed to schedule until a certain point. But oh, word of the mouth, like gentlemen, yeah. gentlemen's agreements have already started. And uh, now with our region, uh, ours is pretty much set because you got five region games, so you know, it, it, it's set. The um, are y'all odd or even? Because I don't. I, I don't. Because what's hard is when you get like one of those region weeks. Re, and yes, and then everybody else is in region, and mm -hmm. you're trying to find a game, and uh, and it's that's when it gets really tough of trying to fill those dates. Coach Coleman, I'm I'm just gonna guess now. I'm not the smartest guy, but I'm gonna guess in 2011 oh. and 12 and off the hook. <laughs> and then now everybody's got conflicts, right? As you guys are getting phone better. was definitely ringing off the hook, and <laughs> and now or I say last year, teams wouldn't play us because of our offense. Mm -hmm. They didn't want to play against the wing T offense, which I guess a lot of people don't see that anymore. Some people might want to play it just because of that, but. I mean, there's just so many different things that go into it. And, and like Coach said, you got to get the weeks right and stuff like that. But, I mean, you want to play good competition. I mean, you always want to play good competition. I think we do. As a, and different philosophies, too. I mean, different coaches, they're, they're calling 0-10 teams. Like, I mean, I need to get a win. I mean, we're playing Indy. We're playing Franklin. We're playing even Spring Hill. So we're trying to get better. Well, and you talk about the wing tee, and I don't know if you know this about me. I spent some time with Roger Holmes. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> at Beach High School, and I love Coach Holmes, and I was fascinated. I mean, I didn't know a lot about football, but it was fascinating, that wing tee. I'm sure you guys have had some conversations over the years, haven't you? A few, just a few, <laughs> a few clinics. What's yeah. that thing he does? What's he call that, like wing tee you? Or, he, you know, he does that. Oh, it's not wing tee, yes. No, uh, it's, uh, it's like it's his Twitter. Dublin right now. Yeah, it's, it's like his Twitter Dublin. handle, too. Oh, he has a clinic and everything. Um, it's, I can't think of it's, it. It's not the uh, it's not the uh, How Mummy Air Raid clinic. <laughs> clinic. It's no. the uh, it's the Wing T clinic. No, they're coming down there for the bell <laughs> trap. That's right. <laughs> so let's talk about last week's game. Now, Coach Coleman, to me, a couple things happened where I look at it just as a coach and say, here's a sign of a team that's a, that's going to be a contender. You're down fourteen nothing. Nothing against Columbia. I mean, they're obviously a pretty good team. Uh, they were undefeated going to that game. You're down four. Your team just. But what I read, I wasn't at the game, uh, but hearing some of your comments, they didn't panic. Just worked their way back. Right. That's what a good team does. I don't know if you would say it was your best effort overall, but sometimes it's just about getting a win. So you had to be pleased with how you guys hung in there. there there's two different ways to look at it. At Spring Hill the week before, it was 14 to seven and a half. We were up and we played terrible the first half and played better the second half. Uh, so all we can pray, we're, try, I'm, we're stressing, start fast, start fast. Don't get down 14 to nothing or 21 to nothing or whatever. And daggum if we didn't get down 14 yeah. to nothing. And, but on the other hand, you look at it, yes, we didn't panic. We're still kind of young. Yes, we didn't panic. And again, in the second half, we, you know, persevered and, and scored a few points in the second half. So we do have to fix the slow starts. But again, you look at it the other way with third and fourth quarter, maybe the other team's getting tired and cramping. Maybe we're in pretty good shape. Maybe we didn't, maybe we don't panic. So still, we, as a coaching staff, we want to start fast. We right. want to start better. But then again, you can think and, and positive saying to the kids, well, maybe guys, y'all are in shape. Good job not panicking and fighting back. That score, no indication of probably how you felt during the game. 34-14, it turns out. Yeah. Uh, talk about Destin Wade. Four touchdown passes. First one to his brother Keaton midway through the second quarter to make it 14-7. Uh, 
Uh, talk about him. I, I, I noticed your comments also as you said, hey, I would like to run a little more, yeah. but we've got to take advantage of his skills and his abilities, right? That's exactly right. And anybody that's ever known me, I really don't like throwing the ball. And everybody's, your boy Tate, he's making fun of me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and the other guy that was here, what's his name again? <laughs> Dr. Doctor, whatever. But, uh, but yeah, we always wanted to run the football because we were wing teak. We wanted to run the football because we, we were in the 0-10 years, in the 4-6, and 6, we want to uh, shorten the game. We want to have as many possessions and shorten the time that the other team had the ball. So we're running the ball and, you know, running clock, running clock. So now we've got some guys like Destin, like Keaton, like George, like John Casey, like Ashton LaBelle. They're skill guys that can – we're trying to get in space. So we've, moved, we've changed things up as far as formations. And part of running the ball is protecting the football. Uh, and, and as long as Destin is protecting – I mean, he's thrown one interception in however many attempts we've had so far this year, uh, he's protecting the football. So, you know, uh, there's – Everybody always says, well, there's so many bad things that can go with passing. You can miss it, you can throw an interception. With, with him, he's protecting the football, and we're kind of catching it a lot of the time. So I'm okay with that, if that makes sense. No, it makes total sense. Coach Webb, obviously, down early. Uh, but I, I noticed, too, you talked about this as well. And I, I'm, I wasn't there at that game either. But Ravenwood's up 21 nothing, And after that, it's 7-0. And I'm assuming at 21-0, they didn't play the JV team then. Not yet, no. Yeah, you're, you're in there hanging, and I noticed your comments. You were pretty proud of how your team responded after that first quarter. Talk about that. You know, the big thing was, you know, we practiced it all week, and that was as dis disappointing as it is. We really got distressed. They want to start fast. They want to start fast. And obviously, um, credit to them, they made the plays and was able to start fast. Um, what we've got to do, and that's what I kept talking about. I got to go way back earlier when we were talking about who do you worry about? Is it a region game and, and that type of stuff? Is we got to fix us, and, and we, we've got to get some first downs. Get because because we're the same way. Um, we're wanting to run the football. Um, we put it. In, we're spreading the field to try to make the defense spread out so that we can run the football. Whereas in the past, we would bring them all inside and and run the football that way, if we, you know, if, if we still had 24 at running back and it's nothing against the, the kids we got right now, they're just not there yet. Right. You know, he'd run through some of this stuff. Uh, he, uh, Matt was a tough, Matt Gocker actually, is, you know, and he, he was a tough kid and would get us through some of that stuff. And, and so that's what I'm saying, we got to work on us. Um, I was proud of the way we kept fighting. And then, you know, in all honesty, we, I went for it on um, fourth down in our territory late there. Uh, well, it was about midfield. It was almost about midfield. Um, we're in a – say the game wasn't a 21-point difference. We're probably punting it away and still trying to play. And, you know, I put our kids in a bad spot for that last one as well. It's, and then with a good football team like that, you know, they take advantage of it. Coach, and this is – I did want to ask you guys this because this is something I noticed about your teams. And we'll talk more specifically about tonight's game. Uh, you know, I had the opportunity as a basketball coach, worked with Anthony Crabtree, Coach Webb there at Franklin. Something I noticed about both of your teams that I love, especially being in my position now, you've got dudes that play other sports. Is that something that just happens? Is that something you consciously talk about? You try to promote? I know the answer for Coach Webb, uh, but I'm just curious how that's worked out. Because that, that, I, I like that. You know, you look at those Wade brothers. Yes. I mean, they're going to be those guys that, 
basketball and football coaches are going to be saying, are they ever going to graduate? Yeah. Like they're 34 years old here, it seems like. So talk about that. And really, sharing's not even probably the correct word, but I, I see a lot of that on both of your teams. Yeah, and, it, and that's fine. It's prom we promote it. I mean, you know, uh, the thing is that, that we push is, all right, if you're going to play multiple sports, if you're even going to play three, you got to know that you're a three-sport athlete, that you got to do a little extra maybe than somebody else. Uh, like uh, if, if you're finished with practice, then go throw a football a little bit. If we're finished with football practice this on Saturday or Sunday, go shoot the basketball. That's fine. Do that. Get better at your other sports. You just got to know that you're going to have to put a little bit more time into it than your buddy over here that's playing one sport. And you got to let them understand that. And then if you're wrestling, shoot, wrestling helps football because the leverage and things like that. So each, each sport helps the other sports out. And, and the support that coach, other coaches give us and we give the other coaches is, is makes the school stronger too as a whole, I think. And Coach Webb, I know you'll echo that because I saw it up close and personal for three years. Oh, without a doubt. And the, exactly what Coach Coleman was saying about you have to do the extra, you know, as a coach uh, who's done it long enough that I've, you know, all of us have done it long enough, you've seen it, you hear the word, I'm going to focus. Yeah, what's mm -hmm. that mean, um, right? You know, I <laughs> doubt very seriously at 3.30 they're hitting a baseball or, right. you know, uh, or they're, or if it focuses on studies, I doubt that they're doing that English assignment right, right. at that time. And so I think, I think what's good about them being involved in other things also is that probably truly puts more focus on them as an athlete instead yeah. of saying they're going to focus on something then really they're not focusing on anything at all at that point. And I hope I'm right about this. I'm seeing it start to flip back where people are doing more, it which really, I think is a good thing. It really looks like in our county, and that's you know credit to our parents and you know and in in their upbringings and they want them involved in things. That's why they're all the kind of make a whole lot more money, be a whole lot smarter than I am. I mean, most of them are, and it's, uh, but you know, the, the thing is, you just gotta stress, it's uh, our game, it's so different. Uh, where, where it becomes the hardest, I think sometimes, is on those front seven type players, mm -hmm. the, the, the linemen, and we actually have, you know, one that will be a basketball player, and he'll start, you know, not, he may not start in basketball, but he'll be a player. It's get the weight room so much different that they gotta find that time for that because our sport, you know, it's just that part of it. We're a skill kid, um, even though we still want them in there and you know we want to push them. It, it's it's a little different the, the the type contact they're having on Friday night. No doubt about it. All right, let's talk about tonight's game here. Uh, Coach Webb, defensive guy, obviously. Uh, I know you're probably having some nightmares. You had them this week when you're thinking about Destin Wade and Geo and Keaton Wade and all the weapons Summit has on offense. But as a defensive guy, you got to be salivating a little bit going for that challenge because you got to love the challenge of going against an offense like Summit. Well, I, I hope that or I. Do you? No, or do you? No, no. <laughs> the, it, here's the thing, you know, bottom line, and they're doing a great job. I still see the wing tee, you know, and yeah. I don't mean it like that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know I, but, but I say that is because Coach Coleman would do this as well. Whenever you start defensively and do anything, you always talk about how you defending the option and how you defending the wing tee because it, you're, they're hitting all aspects of the, the gaps, you know, because they're, they're going to hit them all, those teams and those, those guys that do it. And so I, I, it doesn't matter what game we're going into, you're still fan. Now when you're truly seeing it and it's coming down on it, it it's uh, – you know, we went from two weeks of RPOs and things of that nature to 
there's at times where someone's just going to try to bloody our nose tonight, and and and, and oh, how are we going to react to that? That's going to be the big part. Coach Coleman, talk about this. Will this be one of the biggest offensive lines that your defense yeah. will will face this we'll year? With Fisher Anderson and Jason and the sophomore, who's the what's the sophomore? What's the sophomore's name? With oh, for us, Mason Jones. No, you got another big sophomore. Maybe you do. That's serious. No, Fisher, Jason. Mm. Oh, you're talking about Schwartz. Yes. So to go hard. I'm already at the center. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so talk about that. Dealing with that, your yeah, defense. We that was a point we made Monday. Yeah, the defensive line. You better be ready. This is the best defense. I mean, the best offensive line or biggest offensive line you're going to see all year. And uh, as far as the whole team, uh, they're fighting. They're, they're fighters. They're, they're going to, you know, throughout the whole game. Like he just said again, he was proud of his kids, for how they fought against Ravenwood. They're fighters. They're going to be physical. It's going to be a physical game. And that's what we want. That's what we want to see. Their quarterback, he's, shoot, he's, he's fighting his tail off. He's trying to put the team on his back. And that's awful fun to watch. So it'll be a good game. Gentlemen, good luck to both of you tonight. I appreciate you being here. We'll see you next time.